This is an All Ears English podcast, episode 168. How to be the king or queen of the social scene in English. Welcome to the All Ears English podcast, where you'll finally get real native English conversation and fluency for business and life. We believe in connection, not perfection, when it comes to learning English. Now, here are your hosts, Lindsay McMahon, the English adventurer, and Aubrey Carter, the IELTS whiz, coming to you from Arizona and Boston, USA. Are you good at starting conversations at parties in English? Today, find out three great ways to strike up a conversation in English to build community and make friends. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Lindsay, have you been to any fun parties lately? Parties. Oh my gosh. Parties, parties. Let me see. I'm sure I have, but nothing's coming to mind right now. Oh my <laughs> they gosh. Very memorable, happens. it sounds like. <laughs> I know. <laughs> or I just have a bad memory. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> um, yeah, I've been to some parties. I've been to some great ones in my lifetime. I like going to parties, but. You know, I, I do feel awkward at parties sometimes when I don't know everyone. You know, yeah. what about you, Aubrey? I'm the same. If most parties I go to, I I know everybody there, right? It'll be maybe okay. a, a a few neighbors or family oh, okay. or friends. But every now and then, we had a we did a block party not long ago where it was oh, sort of fun. inviting our whole neighborhood to try and get to know more of our neighbors, oh. and that was a little awkward because I was having to chat with socialize with people I've never met before. I don't know anything about them. So yeah. it's a little trickier, yeah. like, okay, do, you know, do I ask them about their work? Do I, Ugh. like, it's a little tricky. It's really tricky. Yeah, yeah. It, it can be really, especially when they don't give you anything to work with. When they, you know, you're asking all the questions and then you're getting silence on the other side. I know, and can, I did. I had that oper- that experience. <laughs> I have a neighbor that I was telling my other friend, it's like pulling teeth to get conversation exactly. out of him. I love this idiom. It's like, it's so hard to get a response from them and they don't ask questions back that it's like you're pulling their teeth. <laughs> yeah. And this kind of triggers my set when this, I was in a similar scenario. I just went out for a drink with a person that I had met. I was trying to be social and to, to meet new people, but it was just me and him that ended up going out, right? No one else came. I thought more people would come out. <laughs> so we're just sitting there at the bar and across from each other. No one's there. It's like a Tuesday night. There's no one out. And I'm just like rapid fire questions at him because I'm nervous and I don't want there to be too much silence. <laughs> I think it was right. overwhelmed. <laughs> yeah, the silence will kind of make you feel nervous. Like, oh, I, oh like, yeah. that means we don't have anything to talk about. So you feel like- and I was just dying for him to ask me a question back. Yeah, I asked you a question oh. about yourself. How about ask me a question? That's the way we do it, you know? So, right? You're like you, thinking that in your mind, like now mm-hmm. it's time for you to ask me something. It, <laughs> I just exactly. don't. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Like what's missing here? What's missing, right? So guys, socializing really is an art, wouldn't you say? Oh, Aubrey? for sure, right? You want to be mm-hmm. pretty smooth and confident. You want to say the right thing or ask the right thing. But again, it's so important to be not only... 
um, talking and answering questions, but also following up saying, what about you? And asking them about themselves. But you also need the vocabulary. You need phrases to know what to ask, to know how to get started. So that's what we're going to help you out with today. You got it. And we want you guys to always accept an invitation. If you're invited to a party, don't even think of turning it down. Go, right? Meet people, make friends, build your community, and and just trust that you will figure out the English when you get there. And we're going to give you these phrases today, like Aubrey said, but just trust yourself. You know, accept that invitation and show up. Yeah, exactly. These are the best opportunities with no pressure to just have a pretty Mm -hmm. casual conversation, especially like this block party. These are people that I'm not going to see very often. You know, I might if we're out on a bike ride and they're walking their dogs, say hi, chat Mm -hmm. for a second. But this is not a high pressure situation. So it's a great opportunity to not have that stress and just practice your English. Yes, exactly. So guys, today you're going to get the three most common phrases or some very common phrases to kind of start a conversation. If you're, you know, just get the conversation started. All right. So what's the first one, Aubrey? Yeah, you can ask them. So are you planning any trips this summer? I do this all the time. It's a great question Mm -hmm. to ask because travel is so fun to talk about. It connects to so many other subjects. So it's easy to Mm -hmm. move on from there to talk about you know, what, how they traveled yeah. when they were younger. Is it harder now that you have kids or a dog oh, that you have so to much. play? You know, there's so much to yeah. talk about. And another place you could take that is, let's say they say, yeah, I went to Thailand. You might reply and say, oh, I've never been to Thailand, but I love Thai food. Have you tried this Thai restaurant uptown, right? Yeah. So there are so, you're right, travel so golden because there are so many different ways you can go exactly. with that question. Yes. yes. So, and it's just very, very casual. Even if they aren't, you know, they still might say like, I haven't really thought about yet, that yet, but we want mm-hmm. to. Where have you been lately that you would recommend, right? Everyone yes. will have something to say. Yeah, it's it's so good. And and most people, I mean, not everyone, but I feel like most people that are probably at a party generally wouldn't say they don't like to travel. You know what I mean? They, they, they have something to say, whether it's just going an hour away or across the world. Yeah, exactly. You right. Know. That's It's very rare for someone not to like to go anywhere. You know, they yeah. might be just going to uh, like camping an hour away yeah. or they might have a huge trip planned to Jamaica, but yeah. whatever it is, they've got some <laughs> kind of travel that they're they're anticipating. Exactly. So that's that's probably your top priority question, especially, of course, if the summer's coming up and change the season, if it's winter coming up or something or, you know, this year or now that school's out or whatever the circumstance is, but go to travel and trips. This podcast is sponsored by Ramp. Are you the decision maker in your company? Consider this. For the first time in decades, there's a better option for a corporate card and spend management platform. Meet Ramp, the only corporate card and spend management system designed to help you spend less money so you can make more. Most corporate credit cards offer points as incentives, but those points amount to less than their worth in real cash value. Ramp's business cards offer you cash back, real money in your pocket. Plus, you control who spends what with each vendor. And Ramp's software collects and verifies receipts automatically, which means you'll stop wasteful spending and close your books in hours instead of days. Businesses that use Ramp add up to 5% to their bottom line the first year. If you're a decision maker, adding Ramp could be one of the best decisions you've ever made. And now get $250 when you join Ramp for free. Just go to ramp.com slash easy. Ramp.com slash easy. R-A-M-P dot com slash easy. Currents issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC terms and conditions apply. 
What's the second one, Aubrey? What do you think? You can ask them, how do you know the hostess? Or how do you know mm-hmm. the host, right? Whoever mm-hmm. has thrown the party, whoever invited you, you have that person in common. So this is a yes. great strategy to ask them about that person to find out how you both know this person. Yeah, they're your mutual friends. So this is really good material. Now, let me ask you a question, Aubrey. Do you use the word hostess for a party? So if, a, if it's a woman that's hosting a party, you know, or I, just a I would use their name, right? So if, okay, yeah. if I was invited by Mary, let's say, I would just say, yeah. how do you know Mary? The yeah, only re- sure. reason I would say host or hostess is if I don't know their name. Don't know their name. Like maybe I was invited by someone else. It's a big party. I yeah. don't know who throw it through it. Then I might say, how do you know the host? Or how do you, yeah. how would I say that? How do you know I, the <laughs> yeah, I think I would say so I was that's what I was wondering. I know in a restaurant, which is a, an actual job to be a hostess or a host, right? That's where they seat you. That's different. Mm-hmm. I would say hostess. But I think at a party, if I didn't know the person's name, whether it's a woman or a man, I would say host. Mm, yeah, that makes sense, right? You don't. It's yeah. one of those things where like we say guys, and we mean, right, in like general, men, women, yeah. we just sort, sort of say host mm-hmm. to mean whoever threw the party, whether it's a boy yes. or a girl. Exactly. So that's a little bit of a nuance of English, guys. So write that down. And you know, you can always look over these notes right before you walk into this party that you're going to, right? You can have these in your pocket and go to the bathroom and and read them and prepare. There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, What could you say if you're having this conversation, Aubrey, and you've known the person a long time? This is great. Yeah. And then you're going to answer with something like, oh, we met in college or, Mm -hmm. you know, we met at work 20 years ago. If you've known them quite a long time, there's a great phrase. You can say, oh, we go way back. (laughs) And we really, really emphasize way there. Right. We go way back. Mm -hmm. I love that. And then you're always going to follow that up with how how you met. Right. Mm -hmm. We go way Mm -hmm. back. I met them in grade school when we were both five years old. (laughs) Right. Or our parents were best friends, Mm -hmm. that kind of thing. Yeah, that's fun because that brings up familiarity. Just don't talk too long about your own connection to that person. You want to pull the person in again, right? The person that you're talking to. Yeah. And this is such a, you know, the person. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Right. This is such an easy way to say, what about you? How do you know them? How did you meet? Exactly. Throw it back. Don't be the person that doesn't ask the question back. Exactly. (laughs) So what's the third one here, Aubrey? Yeah, I love asking, how do you keep yourself busy? Right. This or or what do you do in your free time? And this avoids that awkwardness if someone maybe has just lost a job or isn't working, you know. So instead of asking about their work, just ask them what they do in their free time. They might answer where they work, which would be fine. Or that's that's broad, it's casual. They could talk about their hobbies, their lifestyle. They can sort of choose how to answer that. Yeah, exactly. I think we've talked about this before on the podcast, but it's become in some circles a little bit politically incorrect to say, what do you do? Kind of. I think we're moving in that direction just because we never know someone's work situation, Mm -hmm. right? The economy back and forth, a lot of uncertainty. So also not everyone defines themselves by their work. Some people are more into their hobbies and they want to talk about that. So let them define themselves as they want to. Yeah, exactly. And I, I always, I also love to pick something specific that you've tried lately and ask them Mm -hmm. if they've done it or if they've heard of it. Like it's pickleball for me lately. You know, I'll say, Mm -hmm. oh man, have you guys played pickleball yet? We've been playing a lot and it's so fun. Because I know you get really deep into your hobbies. Yes. <laughs> right now, right? <laughs> you shared that with us before that you get really excited about something and just go into that tunnel, right? Yes. That tunnel. <laughs> exactly. 
That's so funny. That's so funny. I can definitely identify with that. I get kind of obsessive about something, want to get really good at it and get really excited. Um, and we can do another episode another day on how to start to explain what you're learning or what you're starting mm, to take on. Right? I'm sure. really getting into pickleball or I'm starting to learn about the history of, I don't know, World War II, right? Yeah. Whatever it is. There is a way to introduce that. Maybe we'll do that in another episode. It's just a right? great option if if we have, you know, that conversation with someone who's not as good at answering with very detailed answers and you feel like there's then you can follow up with that. Tell them what you're interested in, ask them yep. if they've tried that. Yeah, that's so good. That's so good. So guys, make sure you hit follow on this podcast, All Ears English. We believe in connection, not perfection. We're going to show you how to really connect in any moment, even if your English isn't perfect. Right? Yes, it doesn't exactly. matter. Right, Aubrey? Right. Yeah, don't worry yeah. about being perfect. Just we're just take that chance, right? Mm -hmm. Put yourself mm -hmm. out there and be yes. sure that you are following us All Ears English. We have four episodes every week full of great info and phrases mm -hmm. like these that can help you be more confident in your conversations. Yeah, good stuff. All right. I'll see you in the next episode, Aubrey. Thanks for coming on today. For sure. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to All Ears English. And if you believe in connection, not perfection, follow our show wherever you listen to podcasts to make sure you don't miss anything. See you next time.